0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me. And for our Daily Word today, we're, we're going to take a, a little little trip through the Scriptures. Um, really interesting because we, we see this sort of overlap between our Old Testament reading and our New Testament reading from Isaiah uh, overlapping into the New Testament and from John going back into the Old. and uh, and, and this gives us a great, I think, example of of prophecy concerning Christ, and of uh, what we could call prefigurement or a, a, a symbolic revelation of, of Christ in the Old Testament. So the, the first one we, we're reading today in, in Isaiah chapter seven, and in verses 14 to 16, we, we read this. All right then, the Lord himself will give you the sign. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She'll give birth to a son and we will we'll call him Emmanuel which means God is with us. By the time this child is old enough to choose what is right and reject what is wrong, he will be eating yogurt and honey. For before the child is that old, the lands of the two kings you fear so much will both be deserted. And then we turn to the Gospel of Matthew. We see a connection here between the two. This is uh, beginning in verse 20. And he, as he considered this, that is Joseph, as he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit. And she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child, she will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Now, as we read in, in Isaiah, you see that there is a historical uh, situation. The, uh, the kingdom of Israel and of Syria are threatening uh, the, uh, the, the kingdom of Judah, and there's great fear. King Ahaz is very afraid. And the Lord wants King Ahaz to ask for a sign. Just tell me what to do so that I can show you that my promise that these nations will not be able to take you down, that it's actually true. Well, he refuses, not because he doesn't want to test the Lord as he says, but I believe actually because he doesn't want to have to live in the ramifications of this revelation of God. Because when God reveals himself like this, you you have to humble yourself before God. and. And so God says, well, I'm going to go ahead and give you a sign. There's going to be this child named Emmanuel. You'll be a representation of the truth that God is with you. And so this, this was fulfilled. Uh, he was born not to a virgin, but to a young woman, to Isaiah's, uh, Isaiah's wife. But th- this promise goes beyond just that day. Did you see, this, this prophecy ultimately fully is about Jesus Christ. And it is fulfilled in him. And he is the true fullness of this promise of God with us. He is actually, (laughs) truly Emmanuel. He he is the Son of God come in the flesh to seek and save the lost. Now, in addition to that, we're in the Gospel of John and in uh, chapter 3. And part of what we read there in chapter 3, this is, Uh, verse 14 and 15 and Moses lifted up the bronze and as Moses lifted up the bronze snake on a pole in the wilderness so the Son of Man must be lifted up so that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life and as Moses lifted up the snake right so let's turn back over to Numbers chapter 21 beginning of verse 6 The people of God had sinned against the Lord, had spoken against the Lord and Moses, and and in judgment God sends these poisonous snakes. So the Lord sent poisonous snakes among the people, and many were bitten and died. Then the people came to Moses and cried out, we have sinned by speaking against the Lord and against you. Pray that the Lord will take away the snakes. So Moses prayed for the people. Then the Lord told him, make a replica of a poisonous snake and attach it to a pole. All who are bitten will live if they simply look at it. So Moses made a snake out of bronze and attached it to a pole. Then anyone who was bitten by a snake could look at the bronze snake and be healed." Now, no doubt, that must have seemed like a, like a very strange thing to do. It must have seemed to Moses like, almost like the Lord was, was telling them to, to idol worship, but that's not it at all. That in fact, ultimately, this was symbolic. This was a prefigurement of Christ and His work for us. Now, why was it a snake? I mean, you've got the snake in the garden, the serpent that tempts Adam and Eve. Why in the world would, would it be made as a snake? But you see, it, it was made in the form of, of the, the wrath. It was made essentially in the form of, of sin. And in fact, if we look at 2 Corinthians 5.11, we read there about how Christ, who, who knew no sin, was made sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God. So, so Jesus took on our sin. There on the cross, it looked as though He were a great sinner. People, in fact, said, you know, if He's really the Messiah, He should come down. Like, that's what's gonna show us that He's really the Messiah, is that, that He's not killed, that He's not on that, that cross, but in fact, Jesus was providing the grace that we need. You notice how gracious this this is uh, toward those who are under the judgment of these snakes. Literally, all they have to do is just look at it. They, They don't have to do anything. They don't have to achieve anything, accomplish anything. All they have to do is look at the snake. And so it is with Jesus Christ. The only work that's required of God is to believe the one He sent. It is to look to Jesus, to trust Him as Lord and Savior of your life. I'll tell you, I just thought this, this was so interesting. You see the, you see the weaving together of, of the Old and New Testaments that the Old Testament is pointing forward to Jesus. In the New Testament, we see the fulfillment of all these promises of God. They are all yes and amen in Jesus Christ. And so thanks be to God that God truly is with us, that Christ has come, He has dwelled in our midst, and that He lives in our hearts. He dwells in our hearts through faith right now. And thanks be to God. Thanks be to God that He is the all-sufficient sacrifice for our sins, that all we must do is look to Jesus, take Him as Lord and Savior, and we will be saved. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. And friends, until we have a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that He would keep you.